0: Let me tell you a harsh truth. Most new agency owners don't have a clue how to close clients efficiently. They're fighting an uphill battle without even realising because they fail to use their biggest initial weapon and that is leverage. Now, my name is Jordan Platt and I'm a seven figure agency owner. I recently launched a brand new agency though completely from scratch called Renault Reach and I did this in an industry full of people that are afraid to put their money where their mouth is. So I had enough and I wanted to show you guys exactly what is possible in just a small amount of time with this business model. And within four days of this entire YouTube series, you can go and watch it on my channel channel. We signed up our first client for $1,000 per month. Fast forward to today, I've signed up a second client by using Leverage. Now, to give you a quick rundown, launched this agency a few weeks ago. Uh, We didn't have any niche. We didn't leverage my personal brand, no team members, no existing assets that I've created from building a seven-figure agency. I wanted to do this as if I was a complete beginner. So I went out there, picked a niche, Home Improvements, started local in my local area, as you always should when you first start out. We generated 22 leads, ultimately, is what we reached out to through cold calls and emails, arranged a couple of meetings, turned up to two of them, closed one of the clients immediately on the first call, onboarded them, delivered them some pretty exceptional results, I may add. In the first 10 days, we generated 14 leads for a Home Improvement Kitchen and Bathroom showroom. These leads are worth anything from £5,000 to £25,000 each depending on if they close them now the client that I closed has a 50 percent close rate on going out for quotes they've already closed three of those clients which is absolutely amazing if you want to know the details of all of that then uh you can go watch the series on my channel or you can click link in the description join the free community I've created when I'm putting out exclusive content around that series and documenting the rest of it but that's not the purpose of this video the purpose of this video today is to talk about how I then leveraged those initial results Those 14 leads, hot leads, for this client to then go and sign up the second client. Now the second client was actually a meeting that I had before the first one. And in this meeting the business owner was incredibly keen. They highlighted the fact that they're not very busy at the moment, okay? And they really want to get new business in. I knew they were cautious though because they're spending a lot of money on Google Ads at the moment with no success. And so my recommendation was to cut off the Google Ad spend, redistribute that spend into my Facebook Ad lead generation service instead. Now this is how the call ended.
1: Can you give me 48 hours just to have a chat because obviously my wife is part of the business. She yeah. normally trusts what I say, but it's yeah, it's just a conversation of, of, of us having just courtesy, obviously. And yeah, um, just to say, you know, clearly Google, we're spending, we're just throwing money down the drain with Google at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. i i just ask one final thing. If Hmm. in a hypothetical situation you have a conversation with your wife, what is it that your wife could say that would actually put you off moving forward with this?
1: Probably nothing, but it is just the courtesy, isn't it?
0: So you can see we've got a very classic excuse here, I need to speak to my wife, which normally is bullshit, but in this instance the wife is a business partner, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt, done a little pushback to make him aware that I wasn't going to let him go away, and we arranged the meeting for another day. Now on this meeting I turned up, but I got ghosted, he had the excuse, he texted me that he was out doing a job, it's in an industry home improvements where this does happen, I wasn't best pleased, but I had to go to Ibiza, okay, so I went away on holiday, had a good time, got back, checked the results for the first client, and we've pretty much tripled their guarantee in the first 11 or so days. We guaranteed them five quote ready leads within 30 days. We generated them like 14 in 11 days. So they were over the moon and I knew instantly that I now had earned my first piece of leverage. So this on screen we can see uh, this is 10 day results. So we can see we launched these ads actually 11 days ago now and every single ad that we launch is performing. We've got 14 leads. Now after speaking to these leads they are extremely High quality one of them wants an entire two kitchen and two bathroom rebuild on like an old pub which is just like probably like a 30 40 grand job which is insane i'd earned my first piece of leverage against that first client because I hit the quick win. And I could only achieve this quick win by under-promising and over-delivering. So many agencies make the fundamental mistake of over-promising and under-delivering. They think that it's better for them to say, hey I can get you 20 leads because that's going to entice more people to have meetings with them than it is to say, hey I can get you five leads. They underestimate how much value companies put into getting new business. In this instance, kitchen and bathroom showrooms, these leads are worth five to twenty-five five grand if the job closes. So they don't need 20 leads they'll be happy with five and i recognised that straight away and i just promised five i knew i could generate more but i just promised five in my guarantee so i could under promise and over deliver results and i could spike their happiness and their perception towards our agency and when you gain that initial leverage that is when you can call favors and that is when you want to ask for referrals and i knew the favor that i wanted here and that was to leverage the results i had got for that first client on signing up the second that was on the fence and wanted to talk to their wife so i called up client number one we had a catch-up anyway they're over the moon with the results and i said to them and explain the situation look i've got another business in the local area they just specialize in this they weren't quite conflicting i said look i really want to work with these guys can i leverage the results i've got for you can i tell them about the results I generated for you and i know that'll push them over the line they said yes in a the heartbeat there was a no questions asked because they were so happy with the results I generated with them they even asked me to downscale their ads they actually asked me to stop spending as much money on their ads because they couldn't keep up with the amount of quotes requests that are coming through they physically couldn't go out and they were worried that people were going to get disheartened it was going to hurt their brand now i had a solution to that and that was well instead of me stopping spending this money what about we give away some of these leads to other friends or competitors in the industry and you can take a cut of the job so we already had this batch of leads they actually agreed that i was able to give one or two of these leads to the second client so i could go ahead and sign them up and make it a complete no-brainer for them so not only did i triple the guarantee for them, they then accepted that I could leverage those results to sign up another client. And I could even give away some of the surplus of leads to that second client to make it a complete no-brainer. And none of that would have been possible if I over-promised and under-delivered like 99.9% of agencies do. In fact, it wouldn't be possible if I promised a specific result, and just generated that specific result. I could have promised them 15 leads, generated them 15 leads, and it would have completely changed their perspective of the service. Sure, they would have been happy, but they wouldn't have been ecstatic like they would have been because I overdelivered delivered on their expectations. And that's a very key fundamental thing to bear in mind when you're first starting out. So anyway, I then called up the second client. I explained to them the results that i generated for another. I said that I had a couple of hot leads, and I wanted to jump on a call, and this is exactly what happened. How's it, it going? Great. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Good. Yeah, all good this end. Did you have a busy week last
1: week or Yeah, very yeah. And over the weekend we'll work on the weekend as well. So yeah. Just catching up really as much as anything. Yeah, no, completely understand. Um, are we joined by your partner
0: today on this call?
1: she's around yeah she's around yeah i can get i'll get her in a minute she's just a bit busy at the second
0: yeah that's all right that's, that's all right no worries i just i just wanted to make sure that we we I had the chance to um have a conversation with herself as well just to, to iron out any kinks but so look what, what we can do is i mean first of all if, if you've got any questions since we last spoke i'm happy to answer them now but i think what's probably best is i can just show you i've had permission from um a company called who I've been um, working with on their ads um, just to show you the back end of what's going on um, at the moment so you can get an idea of what results we've been generating for them because I'll be completely honest with you, I was expecting it to, to go well but I wasn't expecting it to go this well Um, And it it all really boils down to what we spoke about before when I said to you, there are a few companies advertising on Google, uh, but and only really Mulberry doing it on Facebook and Mulberry not really doing a very good job on Facebook, I would say, but like, okay. And so I had a gut feeling that it would go well, but I didn't know we were going to be getting this many um, leads in. And they're of a really high standard as well, and they've closed multiple jobs off it. They've closed three jobs actually off the quotes. That have, that have gone out. And we've only been working with them for just over two weeks. They're very, very happy, as you can imagine. But we had a conversation last week um, where they actually want me to slow down on the ads because they're worried that they can't get out to the quotes on time. And so, so now <clears throat> I'm kind of now like, well, I want to sign somebody else up in the area and as a almost like as a welcome bonus to that i'd like to give some of these leads over to that individual and i can what i've been doing is i've actually been calling up the leads myself and then just qualifying them making sure they're serious that they're not just looking for i don't know a one bath doing or something like that a small job but i've got i've got a handful of people that are essentially waiting to hear um, from so they can go out and arrange a quote. Now it's not a difficult conversation for me to call them up, explain that things have got super busy, and that we have a friend in the industry or, or another company that we really recommend, and that I'm going to make an introduction, and then you could take over the conversation with those individuals because they're all still hungry for work. Let me um let me sh- let me share my screen right now so you can just see this. And so this is the Facebook back end. This is this is what we what I look at on the back end when I'm running ads. So it's a little bit more complicated than like the front end system, which I think I'm mentioned to you before that you might have done in the past with doing kind of like booster posts so we've got three different ads running at the moment here you can see we've generated 18 18 leads i'm going to show you the quality of these leads in a moment we've generated 18 leads uh, and this is this is within the last 30 days but actually these ads were launched it should give me a date it's actually around two weeks ago and we've spent 427 pounds so far uh this th- these guys actually had a budget of 800 pounds we we spent we spent 400 to generate those 18 leads. That cost per lead has actually dropped down. We've dropped it down to about 19 pounds per lead on some of these ads as well, which we're gonna we're gonna optimise these and just keep doubling down and just like until we hit a sweet spot of like the lowest cost per lead. But if I show you uh, on the back end, just so, I mean this is confidential information, of course. um But if I show you on the back end of like some of these jobs, let's say I don't know, it's got one of these here. But well, this 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 is actually not so relevant. This person bought all the kitchen, all the furniture, and wants someone yeah. to fit it um this one here wants uh needs a new or elements of bathroom doing kitchen mid-90s needs a whole facelift then we have I don't know, i'm just clicking on random ones here so you can get an idea whole bathroom ripped out need new bath um, had a few quotes already Uh, this one here needs three bathrooms, two renovated, one completely new one. But I would say that an easy 75% of these leads that are coming through are not time wasters at all. Like The the conversations I'm having, every single person I've spoken that's filled in the form so far has answered their phone. Maybe 25% of the jobs are small jobs that that wouldn't be worth your time. 75% of them are either a whole bathroom or a whole kitchen. Well, I mean, yeah,
1: definitely the kitchen uh we're looking at the kitchen really rather than the bathrooms yeah simply because they're that's more of what i do and bathroom i don't think there's a lot of money in bathrooms anymore because everybody yeah. can go to they go and buy it and they just find the local man to fit them so yeah. unless they want to, to spend in excess of sort of 10 12 fifteen pound um where i'm on a job at the moment doing the bathroom they're not interested in other than decorating they're not interested in anything else so
0: yeah yeah, no, I, no, I understand. The, the reason why these these guys will be getting um, some bathroom leads in as well is because the actual ad itself says like, "Is your kitchen or bathroom looking tired?" And we have one creative which is um, which is before and after of a bathroom. So we're we're actively going for those people here. Um, but with you guys, we would just do like a kitchen based creative. Make sure all of the ad copy, the text, was just kitchen focused. So we're not then targeting any of those. So the leads that we're we'll going to be getting in will be just kitchen rather than anything for bathroom as well. Okay. <laughs> Actually, specialize in bathrooms more so than kitchens. They they prefer to do bathrooms and they do the kitchen side so. That's fine. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Where do they where are they? Are they North yeah, Sproulston, relatively new, like only established in the last like three years. Yeah, quite a small operation, but um, yeah, really booked booked until the end of January now. So we're kind. Of, that's why we're in this predicament. Where I'm like, <laughs> it's great. I, I'm now I'm now having a conversation with them to say, okay, I think it's time to get somebody else in, and I'm trying to because uh, and. The owner of the business—it's a great guy, but I'm having to convince him to to go down that path because there's a lot of opportunity here, and um, yeah, someone's going to take it up, you know. So yeah,
1: okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, certainly the kitchen side would be interesting. Just where do we go from here, and, and then kind of budgets, really, and fees, and and yeah, yeah. How, how much? I I'm how much still, input I we still
0: have. I still feel like the most sensible thing to do for you guys would be to, to, to redistribute what you're doing on Google. Now, I know, I understand you might have a notice period of the current guys. I presume nothing's come up from Google so far.
2: Nothing at all. No,
1: nothing. Well, uh, we might had a bathroom last year and I think I think Owens was from Google. Uh, so that was local. But uh, well, it's not enough. Yeah. And somebody sent me a WhatsApp message
0: the other day. Who I don't know who that was. Um, yep. No, okay. it's,
2: it's just not. It's still not working
0: no. at all. And I, and I mentioned this before. It's because on Google, we're relying on people raising their hand and then you showing yourself to those people. Where yeah. We're here. We're, it's someone wakes up in the morning. They look at their bathroom or the kitchen, and it's looking a bit tired. And then they see an ad an hour later, and they're like, oh, this is fate. Let me let me fill in this form and contact this company. And now lots of the conversations I've been having with people as well, and I'm like, well, I wasn't expecting to find this on Facebook. I feel... Well, I mean... I feel extremely confident that it's gonna work based on the results that we've already gotten. The leads are there already, you know? So I, I understand it won't be an immediate um, redistribution for Google, but I think that'd be a better long-term plan whatever you're spending on that to give them notice and whatever, because it's just it's just a complete waste of time for you at the moment. What we would be looking to spend, if you, is I'd start you off on a, sm- a small budget to start off with a 500 pounds and then our service charge again is 500 pounds on top of that. So you're looking at a thousand pounds a month for essentially the same service that we're providing here. It was exactly the same service. We're just spending a little bit more in this case. um, We might rein that in now based on the fact that they're super busy. What I might actually do is keep the ads running on the same budget. And then if any kitchen ones come up, I can farm them through to you guys if... if, happy for me to do so but I'll have a conversation with them but yeah I mean it kind of goes without saying that I would only be looking forward looking to put these existing leads in your hands if you were to work with me on the actual service so I like I don't just want to hand them over but I'm I, as if you agree and give me the green light today and we get moving forward with this then I can literally put you in touch with these leads today that you can have a conversation with and go out and do quotes for. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. What do you think, man?
2: I give it a shot because you look quite confident, Jordan, in you've taken us... I,
0: I mean, I, guarantee, I have a guarantee that I'll get you at least five non-time-waster quote-ready leads in the month anyway. So that's my guarantee. You'd get your money back if you, if, if, if you weren't to get that. But not, not your spend on Facebook. You get my service charge back. But that's not going to happen. Like this has been two weeks with these guys, and we haven't even spent five hundred yet, and we've got the eighteen, and and out of them, like at least 12, 14 of them have been really good quality. So yeah, I mean the, the proof's in the pudding, really. So, but yeah, you, you've got that to fall back on, worst case scenario. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that worked for us.
2: And um, you sound very confident in what you can do, which is quite pleasing because when you're a small business just starting off you get by so many people. Oh yeah. yeah so many people and wasted quite a bit of money
0: mm. um, i completely understand that and i understand your apprehension as well i wouldn't have been bugging you for the last i've been i've been i've been on the case for the last week or so because i've been so excited about the results we've already been getting i'm like i oh, just you were you were you're on the fence so close last last time and i just i just knew that this would this would be the right thing to do and it will work for you so when you know it's something you've got something good then you, you don't stop following up you know so you
2: know you make us feel quite confident it's something that's you know like you say um you go forward with some trepidation because you've been hit so hard yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. but as you you said we're I'm quite happy
2: to go with Jordan, I think.
1: You are? Yeah, yeah. We're just not finding time to do that properly. It's all guesswork for us.
2: We need somebody that knows what they're doing, because to be honest, I'm a teacher. I can't keep doing the backpedaling all the time either. I don't have the time. Um, It would be nice to hand it over and go, right, can you concentrate on this for us? Um, We don't have the time, really.
0: So there, we signed the second client using leverage from the first client it is so important that you recognize as an agency owner the most difficult client to sign is the first and it really isn't that difficult if you're willing to put in the work but once you sign up the first and you sign up a good client you can leverage those results to get the second and you leverage those results to get the third and those to get the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh do not be afraid to get intertwined between your clients do not be afraid to leverage everything that you're doing you should be proud of the results that you are generating and it's not just the proof of the results that you are generating generating that matters to the new clients you are signing it's the confidence and the conviction in your sales call confidence or conviction more so is one of the most important traits of any good salesperson, or, and one of the most important features of any good sales meeting. And it's something that we don't have in the initial stages. It's something that we earn over time within our agency. I've done this for five years. My conviction level is here. You can't get any more conviction than I've got. When you're first starting out, you're kind of like a little bit nervous. You don't, oh, I don't really know if the ads are gonna work. Like, I'm, I'm not confident. You've got imposter syndrome, and all these kind of things are coming into the way and just killing your conviction. But with every client you sign, okay, you earn more conviction points. In the initial stages, you have to fake this. You have to fraud it on your meetings. You have to falsify that confidence because you don't really know in your heart that you can generate the client results. You know it based on the fact you've seen me do it and you've seen other people in communities and so on do it. But you don't know it in yourself. You don't know about your personal ability to go out there and generate results. So you have to fraud that. You have to pump yourself up and you have to recognize that these people need to feel confidence from you. And so dig in deep and find that energy from somewhere on your sales meetings. But just no, when you get that first client, that conviction is going to come. And when you get conviction on your sales meeting, you begin to rationalise the sale. It's impossible for that second client to say no to me. Physically impossible. Because in the first meeting I had with them, they told me that they weren't very busy at the moment. So they identified a need for the service. They identified their concerns, which was that they didn't know whether it would work. And they identified their final objection, that was they needed to speak to their wife. So I knew there were three things that I needed to overcome here. I needed to. To generate them leads. Well, there you go. I could kill that bird with the second one, which was proving that I could generate results by leveraging the first. And I needed to speak to their wife and show her what I was doing as well. And it was actually the wife that told the husband she wanted to move forward with us. But I rationalized it for them in their own heads and therefore made it a complete no-brainer. But you're not all going to have the exact same amount of conviction as I will, okay? When you've signed up your first client, it's going to give you a little bit, okay? You're not going to be number 10. So what do you do in that situation? Well, it's simple. All you need to do is lay out the numbers. You need to make this even more rational you need them to see the numbers in front of them so it's completely undeniable that your service is the thing that they need in order for them to make more money let me give you an example so the way i would handle this i'll be like look i'm a little bit confused right now like i think we're not singing off the same hymn sheet so i just want to dive into the numbers with you so we can get a clear understanding and be on the same page what did you say your average value of a customer is oh it's five thousand dollars jordan okay fine and let's say you visited 10 customers okay you went out to their homes and gave them quotes how many of those customers would you close oh we would typically close fifty percent or so. Okay, fine. So if you've visited ten if you did ten quotes, okay, that's five clients, okay? That is twenty-five thousand in revenue and i'm looking to charge you whatever okay put it down 1000 so that's 24000 in operating profit okay we now then have to take away your cost sure but you we're in agreement on this basis you would be in an awful lot of return on investment yeah correct okay get them to accept yes yes keep them with you are you with me right now say these kind of affirmations are you with me are you are you following yes cool fine okay so this is on the basis of 10 quotes now i've already shown you with the client that we're working with already that we have already generated them 18 quotes okay now let's say for whatever reason okay some of these aren't aren't qualified some of them aren't going to be suitable we've actually found it with this client that about 75% of them are suitable but let's just say for whatever reason that only 15 of them or even 14 of them are qualified okay you would then close seven clients and you would generate 35,000 take away our costs you're looking at 34k operating profit. So what is it about this number that we're not clicking on? Because all I can see here is a serious amount of return on investment for you. And I would address it like that. Go straight in and call them out on their bullshit. Don't be afraid to do that with clients. I've done that so many times. And many times, like when you actually lay it out like this, like you identify that actually there was just an area of confusion somewhere. They were like, oh, okay. Like I didn't know that I was going to be getting this many leads. And so when you draw out the numbers like this, it makes it a very rational decision. Now, if a client still says no to you at this point they still have an objection they're either very confused or you've failed on getting them emotionally connected people need emotional buy-in as well whilst rational will lead uh, with businesses generally emotions still come into play and with many business owners they are very emotional you need to connect with those individuals you need to make the effort to build rapport throughout the call you cannot be rude to them okay you can't be calling them out in a harsh manner okay you need to be building a relationship throughout now i'm quite naturally good at that i joke with clients on the call I keep things nice and lighthearted. I don't use too many jargon terms. I don't act too professional. I think that's very important. All those things come into consideration. But bear in mind, if you still don't close a client based on rationale, you might need to revisit things from an emotional standpoint and look into how you can build a little bit of more rapport. Now, if you get this all right, this is going to set you so much further ahead than other agencies out there. Most agencies scale like this. Let's say this is time and this is money. Most agencies will have a growth line that looks somewhat like this Uh, now bear in mind there are going to be ups and downs you will sign clients lose clients get bad results get good results procrastinate etc etc but for the purpose of this this is how most agencies are okay but most agencies don't really understand the power of leverage i've seen agency owners with 20 clients that don't leverage any of their existing assets it's like painful to look at okay but if you really and you truly understand how to leverage and how to leverage the assets that you create this is going to be your growth curve you're going to scale so much quicker than other i mean hopefully we won't Go a little bit back there but we're going to scale so much quicker than other agencies because all along the way we gain more moments more areas of leverage now these aren't always going to be the same it's not always going to be existing results as an agency once you've got great results and you start leveraging them okay it just kind of becomes the standard for your company but in the future there are other things that you can leverage like a big brand PR okay you might have a following on social media platforms you might have uh, articles online you've got case studies these could be video case studies these could be testimonials from your clients these are all other areas of leverage you have public speaking we have referrals because you're doing so well your clients want to shout about you okay you've got a good commission structure incentive basis that you've worked on for your clients to now give you introductions to their friends and so on and there are so many different ways that we can leverage different assets along our journey and it's so important that you recognize this in the initial stages before you've even got started because so many agencies out there and i see this time and time again treat every new client that they sign as a new client they never get past that first client syndrome okay it's like oh i've got a new client or i've got some great results, Well, but I'm not going to put them on my website. I can't be asked. I'm not going to ask for a video testimony. I am not. can't be asked. I'm not going to make the most of that initial spike from under-promising and over-delivering, that initial happiness spike with my clients. That opportunity is gone. They let that slip. I can't count how many times I let that spike of happiness slip from my clients. It's one of the quickest things that you need to recognize when you sign up every new client. Where's that spike? Where's that initial over-promise? How can I get that? Okay. How can I leverage that? And If you don't recognize that, it's going to take you a long time to scale if you do recognize the power of leverage you're going to grow exponentially quicker than everybody else around you now the final thing i want to talk about is the leverage of others when you're starting a business starting a business is a lonely path and if you're on your own you're very limited to the time that you have in the day and therefore the information that you can learn in that time period whereas if you're surrounded with a bunch of other people that are on the same journey as you you can leverage their time as well because they're spending their time learning other things to you it's very rare that they're going to be spending their time doing the exact same and that's why as part of this new agency series I launched a free agency community hosted on school this is completely free and we vet every single person that joins in so we know that they are serious about this it's not a Facebook group there is no spam and we heavily moderate this group we will ban people if they post low quality content but we wanted to create a place that agency owners can go and hang out with other people that are a little bit further ahead than them a little bit further behind so they can leverage each other's time and knowledge to propel themselves faster and further forward in their business and in their online agency journey. So if you want to join that community, click the link in the description now. Cheers.